0: and they hear the smoke detectors go off go to the door of the bedroom feel the door with the back of your hand to make sure that there's it's not hot and if it's not hot crack the door open and look to see if you can get out if there's a lot of smoke get down low but if it's too low close the door and wait for the fire department to get there open up your window let us know that You're there, and we will come and get you. Um, If you're on the first floor, you can climb out. the, The kids can climb out the window, okay? And it's important to get out, but be safe about it and not run into the smoker, into the fire.
1: This is the M Squared Podcast, featuring author Miranda Mathis. You will hear tips, tricks, and inspiration that will help you raise and educate little ones who are happy, safe, and kind. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the M Squared Books podcast. I'm Sarah, and I'm here with author Miranda Mathis, as always. How you doing, Miranda?
2: I am well and very excited about this podcast.
1: Good, me too. Yeah, so we're doing something a little bit different today. We have a special guest, Chief Blucher, and he's going to share some helpful info about maybe how to prevent fires in your home, as well as some tips on what you can do in the unfortunate situation that you're caught in a fire. So we're really excited to have him here. I already learned some new things just from briefly chatting with him before. So Chief Luker, welcome. Thanks for joining us.
0: Hi, thanks for having me.
1: So can you give us a short introduction um, into who you are, a little bit of who you are and what you do?
0: Sure, Um, my name is Michael Luker. Um, I am the fire chief of the West Caldwell Volunteer Fire Department in West Caldwell, New Jersey. Uh, I have been the chief for the last five years, and I've been a member of the fire department for 41 years. I started when I was 18 years old, right out of high school, and I have never looked back. Um, I worked with Miranda uh, years ago. I'm I'm retired five years now. and while I was at the prosecutor's office, um, I specialized in uh, arson, so uh, I have a big uh, fire background. Very cool!
2: Wow, so exciting! I I knew you for a very long time, but I didn't know this part, a lot about this side of you. So I am very interested. I wrote a book. Um, called A Spider Who Spits Fire and <laughs> I am very interested in talking about this because my book pretty much talk, you know, tried to get kids to recognize danger and get them to feel comfortable with walking away from it or telling their friends that they can't be around them so maybe that's something you could share as well so let's get right into the questions um. <clears throat> So can you share a bit for parents and teachers about how you explain FIRE to kids and help them understand it better? Give us the good FIRE and the bad FIRE so they can have something to take with them when they listen to this podcast.
0: Sure, We like to explain to to kids when we do our uh, things at the school um, that. You know, there's there's good fire and there's bad fire, okay? You know, good fire um, we use every day uh, for cooking, uh, for heat. Um, that's all good fire, and fire is not dangerous if you use it in the proper way. Um, we don't like, you know, for kids to play with matches. Uh, we don't like them to be around, Stoves and stuff, unless their parents are with them, teaching them the right way uh, to use fire in a good way. Um, we don't want the kids to be out uh, starting fires, you know, which can be a problem. And um, we just fire is is good for us. It's not. It's not always a bad thing.
2: Oh well, that's good. That's good to know um, because it's it's hard to explain to them. And I, and I like the way you explained it by giving two differences, you know, one being good and one being um, not so good. So, you know, the stove and the oven, I remember my parents saying, get away from the stove, you know, so, but now kids are into cooking. So I like how you said they should be around the stove and around fire when the parents are there and the parents should explain to them how to use the stove and and not just let them walk up to it and put their hands in. There they are going to the emergency room. So I I appreciate you explaining that. But what are some of the most important things to remember if there's a fire in the home? What are some of the do's and don'ts? So the
0: big thing is, is um, if it should happen that there is a fire in your home, um, the important thing is to uh, know your way out Um, more than just one way, uh, you know, a front door, a back door, if need be out a window, um, it all depends on where the fire is and what time of the day the fire is. Um, and if you, when you get out, the family should have a meeting place to where it's safe, like at the neighbor's front yard or, you know, on the the sidewalk in front of the house, You need to have a place so everybody can gather and then we know if you are, if everybody's out of the house or not. Um, It's very important um, for parents to teach their kids that at nighttime when they go to sleep, it's important to sleep with the door closed. They should get into the habit of sleeping uh, with the door closed because um, it's the fire is really not what will harm you. It's the smoke that comes before the fire gets to you. And make sure that the smoke detectors are, are working. And when they hear the smoke detectors go off, go to the door of the bedroom, feel the door with the back of your hand to make sure that there's, it's not hot. And if it's not hot, crack the door open and look to see if you can get out If there's a lot of smoke, get down low. But if it's too low, close the door and wait for the fire department to get there. Open up your window. Let us know that you're there, and we will come and get you. Um, If you're on the first floor, you can climb out. The kids can climb out the window, okay? And it's important to get out but be safe about it and not run into the smoke or into the fire. And once you're out, stay out. Do not go back in. We understand that, you know, the pets and stuff, leave the door open. Pets usually will get out. But your life is more important than your pet's life. So please, please stay out of the house once you get out.
2: It's, I, I, I like that answer um, and the way you explained it because if a child was listening to this, they could understand. You, you said it very simplistically. Um, is it something that parents should do to practice maybe before a fire happens? Is, do you suggest doing some safety practices or anything like that? It is,
0: it is very important for the family to do it together and practice practice from like different times of the day. If you're sleeping, okay, you're gonna be in your bed. You hear the alarm going off. This is what you're supposed to do. This is how we're gonna get out. Um, just as I explained before. Um if it's daytime, say that they're they're in the someone's in the kitchen, someone's in the in the family room or the T V room, you have to know um parents can say, Okay, fire alarm, fire alarm and then have your different ways to get out of the house to know the different ways. Don't be complacent and just have, no you know, one way to get out. You need to know multiple ways to get out because the fire could be at any point in the house. So you have to realize that, oh, I can't go that way because it's blocked. It's just like people who consistently go home from work or school the same exact way. And then there's an accident and they can't get through they don't know another way to go around to get to get home so it's important to know multiple multiple ways to get out of your home
2: thank you i appreciate that answer very very good answer can you give us a few areas of the home that we should pay attention to to so that we could help prevent fires and how do you recommend getting kids involved in teaching them how to prevent fires too
0: um an important thing and the kids can help their parents with this. In today's day and age, with all the electronics that we have, there are multiple things plugged into one outlet. They have the extension cord, they have the the uh, the electric strip that you can plug in, and then you put five more things on top of it, or they they put more into those to make it more and more more plugged. That's dangerous. Okay. It's important that if you have a power strip to make sure it is UL approved, Underwriters Laboratory, UL approved. Um, we like to tell people to stay away from the cheap ones that are, you know, you buy at the dollar store. Um, it's better to spend the extra money to be safe. You don't want to spend a dollar on something when you, you know, you spend $10 on it and you're, you're guaranteed that you're going to be safe because there's, um, fuses, fuses in them and they'll pop before, um, something bad happens. Um, very important nowadays with, um, all these rechargeable batteries or like scooters, um, you know, the razor scooters or, uh, uh, radio-controlled cars and toys and stuff. Very important, again, do not buy the extra batteries on Amazon that are coming from China, okay? They will and have caused fires, okay? And it's these batteries, you can spray water on them, and once they get going, you're not going to put it out with water. You have to actually dump it and submerge it into water, um, just by spraying it. won't will we'll put it out. But if you're going to charge these things, um, you kind of want to maybe charge it outside or in the garage or keep an eye on it when it's charging. Don't leave it plugged in all the time because they can cause fires. We've had fires that have happened. A lot of them, uh, they'll happen in apartment buildings and they can't get the battery out side and it's just you know very dangerous so you want to keep an eye on that um same thing with your your phone chargers um computer chargers you know iPads. plug them in let them charge once they're charged unplug it don't leave it plugged in it'll extend the life of your battery and it's 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 safer than to just leave it plugged in. You don't want to leave it plugged in, um, while you're away for a long, long period of time, you know, but that, that will keep you safer. Um, kids in the, in the kitchen, um, just make sure that, you know, you're in there with your parents when the stove is on. Um, you don't want to have loose clothing and sleeves brushing across because you can, um, catch yourself on fire um, just by getting too close to the stove. Um, so that's the that's thing that they can keep an eye on. Uh, and then, you know, the main thing is, the main problem is just like electricity. The, the plugs, um, you don't want the kids to play with the plugs. Uh, it's, it can be dangerous. Um, but again, electricity is our friend as long as you use it the correct way.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's the winter time now, so I know everyone um, is trying to conserve money and using heating systems or heaters. I'm sure you've seen your um, time of that with the heating systems or the heaters being exploding. I don't know if they explode, but something happens.
0: Well, the those, those the electric heaters um, they they can be dangerous because especially the ones that turn bright orange. You look at it, it's bright orange, it's hot. You've got a blanket too close to it or the curtains too close to it, it, it will ignite them. Um, oh. If people are going to, you know, use those type of heaters, they're better off uh, getting the ones that they're oil-filled. They look like a radiator. And they're like usually on wheels and you can turn it on. That heating element is inside, and it's not bright orange. It just heats it like a radiator, and that's a much safer way of using uh, that kind of heat. So, but if you are using the ones that are that that turn orange, just be cognizant of where it's placed, and you keep you know cloth and stuff away from it.
2: Okay. All right. All right. Well, I I. I... Definitely appreciate that. Um, uh, very good information. I just um, was just thinking because most heaters they do have that bright orange. So <laughs> like, oh wow, it's hot. And and sometimes when you walk past, it burns. You could feel it. You yeah. Know, so well, I I appreciate um, the information you provided, but I see that I'm getting my time is up signals. So I am going to turn it over to my podcast producer, Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, chief Luker. I appreciate it.
0: Oh, absolutely.
1: Uh, before we wrap up, um, do you have any, uh, resources you can share with people or how they can get in touch and learn more about fire safety and education?
0: Sure. I would love to, uh, for people to follow us on our Instagram account. It's uh, if they look up uh, West Caldwell FD or West Caldwell Fire Department, uh, they will see our Instagram and uh, they can ask us questions on there. Uh, we have a couple of guys that uh, monitor it all the time. most of us look at it every day um, and we will uh, answer any questions that that people have.
1: Oh fun all right um well. Before we end this, can you give us just a quick takeaway or action item that maybe parents and teachers can do this week to start, you know, implementing some better fire safety or helping the kiddos be prepared?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Very important. And it's very easy for for kids to remind their parents. When you change the clocks, you change the batteries in your smoke detectors and your carbon monoxide detectors okay (laughs) it's only a nine volt battery if you have that kind if even if you have hardwired systems there's a battery backup just make sure that you keep the batteries fresh make sure that you go around the house and look for the um octopuses as we call them and spiders coming out of the, the wall with all the electric cords and have the kids make sure that their parents have a meeting place for them if something happens inside the house have a meeting place practice um your drills bar drills and kids have to start learning to sleep with the door closed because it's much safer
1: awesome thank you those are super helpful i i didn't know about the door closed thing either so now like even with my husband i'm like okay we got to close our door
0: start, start <laughs> to sleep with your door closed it's much safer
1: yeah i didn't know that that's awesome well, thank you so much. We really appreciate you taking the time to <laughs> chat with us and share some safety tips. Well, I think that this is going to be really helpful.
0: Thanks very much, Brandon. It's great seeing you. Um, you know, long way. We did a lot of things. We did a lot of good jobs together. Um, <laughs> to see you doing so well.
2: Yes. Thank you. <laughs> thank you so much. I appreciate your time and I appreciate everything you said and I hope you will come back again. You know, maybe sometime, I know you guys do summer things, so maybe we could get you back to talk about some of the summer kids programs you you have in your, your town. So hopefully you'll come back and join us again.
0: Absolutely. This was great. I had a great time.
1: Thanks for listening. Head over to msquarebooks.com where you can find all the latest books and hear about upcoming events like live readings. See you next time!